0: Welcome to afternoon tea I am Brittany Brownell I'm the marketing director with Casey Women's Ministry and I'm a birth and bereavement certified doula by still birthday Welcome to afternoon tea with us
1: I'm Madison I am also a certified birth and bereavement doula with still birthday I'm also a trained postpartum doula and I am the doula operations director with KcW.
0: Awesome. All right. So today, our lovely topic is going to be dun, 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 dun. types of birth. Um, so, what what are the types of delivery that we have? Um, as a doula, most people are pretty familiar with the types of delivery, um, but there are still questions that we get over why. What might we have a certain type of delivery? Um, like, why on earth would someone choose to have a cesarean delivery versus a vaginal delivery? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go over that today.
1: Yay. I think we're gonna start this video with um, the, a vaginal delivery and um, pros and cons to that, and the different ways that you can have a vaginal delivery. Um, we'll talk about medicated, unmedicated, um, inductions, and spontaneous labor. Actually, we might make that a
0: new video because that could make this one pretty long.
1: (laughs) I I definitely think we should like go over, you know, induction and spontaneous separate, but we can still mention it.
0: (laughs) We can totally mention it. And then you can get more information in the next video that will come out. Yay! Yes. Come back to see us. All right. So our two main types of delivery are vaginal and cesarean. Okay. So either your baby's coming out of your vagina or your baby's going to be cut out of your stomach. One way or the other. (laughs) (laughs) And those are the two options that we have in our society. So, what are the benefits of having a vaginal birth, Madison?
1: There there are a lot. Um, The body is designed to deliver babies vaginally. And so, because of that, there are a lot of benefits for both the mother, the birthing parent, and the baby. Um, The act of going through the canal for baby has a lot of health benefits. Um, They are exposed to a certain microbiome as they go through the birth canal. Um, The pressure that they are under can help clear out their lungs of uh, the amniotic fluid um, which helps them adjust to breathing with their lungs for the first time a lot better. Um, The birthing parent, the mother um, as baby is going through the canal, there's a bunch of hormone um, domino effects. Can't remember the exact term. of Huh? The hormone dump? Yes, the hormone dump of what's happening as soon as baby is born and the placenta detaches that helps kickstart your body into recovery, mm-hmm. um, shrinking the uterus, bringing in milk supply. Um, and. We certainly still see that after a cesarean delivery, but sometimes our body needs a little extra help to kind of jumpstart that process. Whereas in vaginal delivery, it's your body is more understanding of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm sure your body
0: so for water. Breastfeeding. Yes. Um, you know, when you have a vaginal birth, like Madison was talking about with the hormones, as those hormones are releasing, the vaginal birth is, then telling your body it's time to make milk, it's time to get this cholesterol to flow and feed this baby that is coming out. Um, you know, your hormones do the same thing after a cesarean, but as Madison mentioned, it's just a little slower. It takes a little more time. It's interrupted both by the numbing drugs, the pain relieving drugs, and it's num you know, and it's reduced a little bit just because your body didn't have the chance to actually get those hormones out and going through the system in the normal way. Um, So it can take a little bit as your body just catches up that says, oh, there's not a baby in there anymore. I need to change these hormones around and get those breastfeeding hormones going and really get them flowing. And that goes same thing for reducing the size of the uterus and retoning that uterus because it was very stretched out for a long time. (laughs) And those hormones help with making the uterus back into its um, pre-pregnancy size or as close as it can get to pre-pregnancy size. Um, Through a cesarean, your uterus is having to heal from that cut as well as trying to reduce the size of the uterus. So it just takes it a little longer to get things going. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and also with um, cesareans, if you're, one thing to, to keep in mind is That that hormone dump is going to be is going to look different whether if you had a cesarean with no contractions and no labor before versus having gone through a little bit of labor or maybe a lot of labor before having the cesarean Um, because your body preparing to deliver baby. And then going through a cesarean is going to be a lot different than your baby, your body not ready to deliver, and then going through a cesarean. Um, that those that feedback loop, that negative feedback or the positive feedback loop um, that your body goes through while you're in labor, um, even if it's interrupted, it's still going to be doing a lot of um, helping your body get to that recovery hormone dump. Versus if you're not going through that feedback loop, that's when it takes. Even more extra help uh, to get to that recovery period, and some extra time for your body to realize that baby's been born.
0: Right, and the overall healing from a vaginal birth is actually quite quite quick. Um, you still have the healing to do internally that people don't see. I mean, you you literally cannot see what the body is healing on the inside after that placenta detaches. You right. have a placenta size wound. Um, bigger than your hand that's on the inside of your uterus where your placenta was attached to help feed the baby when it detaches then you have that whole space that no longer has that smooth I think it's epithelial cells lining it anymore so you then have to rebuild those you know it's it's a wound on the inside of your body which is partly why you're bleeding you know Um, yes Yeah, so it has to heal that. But again, with a cesarean, not only is it healing that internal wound, but it's healing that those wounds all through the layers of tissue, fascia, muscle, and then the layer through your uterus from the cesarean incision. Um, So it it does take a while for that to heal. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you heal from a from a vaginal birth within four to six weeks, and from a cesarean within six to eight weeks. So you do have a longer healing time, longer healing process. Um, Most women find that they feel pretty good after a vaginal birth within a day or two. They're ready to get moving again. Um, I don't recommend like doing a full-blown exercise regimen, but (laughs) you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) And healing from a vaginal delivery also depends on um, how long your labor was, how long you were pushing, um, if you had any tears or if you had an episiotomy, um, if you had any assistance actually delivering baby. So, you know, if a vacuum or forceps were used, um, that can affect your recovery time. Um, but like Brittany said, a lot of times that internal healing is internal and you may feel completely recovered before your uterus actually is um, which is why it's important to listen to your doctor's recommendations about restrictions and not do a full blown workout two days later. If you're even if you're feeling better, (laughs) maybe a walk, that would be great, but (laughs) let's not go back to the gym quite yet.
0: Uh, Give your body a chance to heal. Listen to your body. You know, just because the doctor says, Oh, you should be feeling great by six weeks. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to feel great by six weeks and you're ready to jump into sex, exercise, um, biking, anything that you normally would have been doing previously. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. If it says, Hey, I'm tired. I need to sleep. Take a nap, go take a nap. You know, if you're starting to find that you're bleeding a little heavier, rest a little bit and see where you get. Um,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, you've got lots of benefits with a vaginal birth. There are some benefits to a cesarean birth as well. You know, it's, It can be very life-saving, especially if you have hypertension or you're showing preeclampsia, which is uh, pregnant, prenatal hypertension. (laughs) Um, And that is life-threatening. And there are many other things that can be life-threatening. Maybe your baby's heart rate has dropped and you have an emergency section. You need to get the baby out in order to save your or your baby's life. Those are pretty big benefits. Those are pretty positive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There can also be personal benefits to having a cesarean if um, in situations of of trauma and maybe you're very uncomfortable with the the sensations of a baby coming out of your vagina, a cesarean can help avoid some of that that triggering Mm -hmm. um, sensations. But there's a lot of reasons why um, someone may choose to have a C-section. You have these life-threatening scenarios that make c sections very beneficial and we're so grateful to have this procedure in our community, um, in our medical community. Um, and then there's also personal benefits, you know, you you need baby to be here for, you know, whatever reason, whether it's emergent or not, maybe you do have high blood pressure and it's not emergent yet, but you want to make sure that we're not getting to that point. Um, maybe you've had a past cesarean and just feel more comfortable delivering via c-section again. Um, That would be a good benefit as well. Um, Anything that makes you feel comfortable doing a cesarean rather than a vaginal delivery is a benefit. Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely, definitely. Just keep in mind, you know, what is more not necessarily beneficial to you, but what's more important to you? You know, what what makes, you know, vaginal or a cesarean more important to you and weigh those odds. You know, if you're totally against a cesarean, go vaginal. You have many options with a vaginal birth. If you're so totally against a vaginal birth, go cesarean. Make sure you have a proper doctor. You know, a, a, I say proper. Ha. <laughs> make sure you have the correct type of doctor to do a yes. cesarean birth you know a midwife can't do a cesarean birth you have to have an ob-gyn mm-hmm. um so make sure that you have someone you're comfortable with and someone who listens to you and what your choices are and why you're making those choices because that's just as important as what the choices are so why
1: absolutely absolutely Every, every family is going to be different. I mean, we say this all the time. Everybody's choices are different. What's best for one family is going to be different than what's best for another. Um, And we strongly encourage, like Brittany said, weigh those pros and cons for you on a personal level. There's benefits to all of your options. And there's also things to consider for all of your options. Um, And we as doulas support your decision, no matter what, whether you plan to do a cesarean or plan to do a vaginal and Whatever path that takes from there, fully mm-hmm. support it.
0: That's right. This is your choice. The point is to be informed and make an informed decision that's best for your family. So yeah, that's what we're Excellent. here to help you with. <laughs> All right. We- well, this was a nice short video. Our next one will be most likely longer. Um, like I said, we're going to go over the types of vaginal deliveries, why you might need Uh, briefly because I know we've gone over some more in-depth information on those before and we can definitely do a video over um and then we'll go through cesarean and you've got a couple different types there as well so that'll be a nice long video too we don't want to keep our videos too long so we're going to cut this one off here and make each of these its own I'm Brittany I'm Madison and we're with Casey Women's Ministry thank you so much for joining us for afternoon tea today Uh, we hope to see you again next week